Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hundreds of people are dancing in the streets of Kleintjeskamp, a traveler's community in the Netherlands. Men walk around bare-chested, showing their tattoos. Women chuck beers. Grandpas and grandmas dance too. The singer is singing Dutch folk songs. Kids are running around. Bonfires are burning and the sky lights up with fireworks. It's a massive farewell party. Because one of their own is leaving the community to sign for Manchester United. This is the unlikely story of Alexander Butner and his years at Manchester United. It's a story about Shinji Kagawa doing the Gangnam Style dance, Sir Alex Ferguson making Butner have his first drink, and getting help from Paul Scholes. My name is Sam van Raalten, and welcome to the Home of Football, a podcast by 433. Let's go! My uh, agent called me and he said, Manchester United want to sign you. I was telling him, hey, don't joke with me, you're living in a dream. This was crazy, man. This was, he just gum gum style. A full restaurant was like on the feet and dancing with him and singing. I came out of the stadium. I saw my brother signing, going to pictures with everybody. And then I came out and people saw me. And I really was thinking, hey, what the fuck? It's not Alex, man. It's his brother. And I was laughing. I never drink. And when we get champion, I remember Ferguson came to me and he wanted to give me a drink. I told him I don't drink. And then he started laughing and he gave me the drink <laughs> and I start drinking. The left burner brilliantly done! And he gets a goal! A debut goal! Rich reward for a brave, daring and very good run for Manchester United! 
The story of Alexander Butner is a remarkable story of a young left back from a Dutch travelers community who signed for Manchester United in the summer of 2012. I want to know everything about his story. How Alexander transferred to Manchester United, how he experienced the club, winning the league, working with Sir Alex Ferguson, and what happened to him after he left Manchester United. Now, if you're looking for Alexander Butner these days, you've got to travel to RKC Waalwijk. That's where Butner signed in the summer of 2021, a club in the south of the Netherlands, where I met Alexander in the players' room of the club. So, Alexander, how's life here at RKC? Yeah, we have a we have a good team, nice people at the club. I just have my uh, first uh, child. He's three months now. Yeah, for me it's good to be in the Netherlands now with my family and my baby can grow up in the Netherlands now. So uh, for me it feels really good. It's it's nice a nice feeling to be with my family and yeah, it's always a special moment when you have your first kid. So Alexander became a father and is happy to be back in the Netherlands. The story of his transfer to Manchester United starts in the 2011-2012 season. That season, Alexander is on fire at the Dutch club Vitesse. And that summer, a lot of clubs tried to sign him. I, I spoke with Sunderland, I think, and Southampton. Uh, also, I've been in uh, QPR. Yeah, and then some weeks later, Manchester United came. How did you first hear about it? Um, I, I was sitting with friends. We was uh, eating something, and then my um, my uh, agent called me and he said, uh, um, "Manchester United want to sign you." And for me, it was I was telling him, hey, "Don't joke with me." And um, so I hang up the phone and uh, I start to uh, see it was serious. And then my friends, my brothers, ask me. What's going on? And I told him the story and I couldn't believe it. Even when I play a, play a really good season, the most of the time you don't see players from Eredivisie go to, to Manchester United. And yeah, and then it go like really fast. Two days later, I was in the plane to England uh, to sign my contract in Manchester United. What was it like to you know get off the plane and then arrive at the club ready to sign your contract? Yeah, of course, everything was so fast that, yeah, you don't believe it, to be honest. I was like, uh, so when I came to the stadium and, and signed my contract, uh, yeah, for me, it was an amazing feeling. Um, the next day I was in the dressing room with, with big players uh, like Rooney, Ferdinand, Van Persie. So, yeah, for me, it was like, what the fuck is happening, man? And, and before you know, I'm sitting next to Rooney in the in the dressing room, and yeah, for me, I was young. It was a dream. Things move fast for Alexander. One day he's chilling at home. The next, he's on a jet on his way to sign for Manchester United. But how did he end up on the radar at Manchester United? I called Butner's former agent Alexander Bursak, who made the deal with Manchester United. Bursak has a good story of how he found out Manchester United was looking for a left back and that Putner might have been an option for them. Manchester United was something unexpected. I got a call from, uh, from Everton. It, it was David Moyes. So David Moyes, he thought he sold Baines to, to Manchester United and he wanted Alex instead. So we had a couple of calls, talks, and then I got an, uh, a tip from a friend of mine uh, from France that the deal with Baines uh, fell through. So it, it didn't go through. And at that point, I called uh, Manchester because it was still two weeks to go before the transfer window was closing. 
I called uh, Manchester, uh, Jim Levelor, and he said to me after my first call, said, okay, we know the boy, we will follow him the coming season. So I thought, okay, that, that's nothing. And then I, one week later, I got a, a quite straightforward call from uh, Manchester, uh, WhatsApp from Manchester, saying uh, we would like to send tonight a proposal for Alex Butner. Please, are you available? So I called them and I said, everything is okay. That evening, they sent a proposal and they gave us 24 hours to, to make a decision. And uh, that decision was quite, uh, quite easy, easily made. At that moment, Alex saw everything and everything was, uh, uh, was then quickly agreed. I think within, uh, within two, three days, we were in uh, Manchester. So the deal is signed and Butner starts training at Manchester United under the one and only Sir Alex Ferguson. It's time to get to work. Things are moving fast for the 23-year-old Bittner. Very fast. For me, everything was new. And it was amazing to, to have the best coach in the world is training you. And yeah, that was unbelievable. You're living in a dream the first two weeks, three weeks. And yeah, for me, it was amazing to play under uh, Sir Alex Ferguson. Uh, I remember... One week later, I, I spoke with him of a couple of days and he said, yeah, you're going to start in the first 11 in my debut. So, yeah, everything go really quick. It looks like a train. It's crazy, right? Yeah. It yeah. was the Wigan game, right? Yeah. All right, yeah. let's let's dive into that. What do you remember from that day, from the moment you heard you were about to start? Yeah, I, th I think uh, three days before the game, I heard um, Ferguson told me you're going to start in the first 11. Uh, of course, I was happy uh, that I can make my debut for a big club like Manchester United. And I remember that I came um, to do the warming up and I came uh, through the tunnel and everything was so big. And I was looking around me and I was thinking, wow, this is really, really nice. Um, spoke with Scholes uh, before the game and he told me like, Alex, when I have the ball, the only thing you have to do is run, go deep. And I saw it in the game because every time he has the ball, he gives me the best balls, like like clear balls. And yeah, so everybody was helping me. And um, yeah, I, I give an assist on Chicharito and, and score a goal after. Uh, man of the match. So yeah, I couldn't dream for a better debut. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. Schools giving you the, those balls. Yeah. Legend. One of the best midfielders yeah. ever, probably. Yeah. So... Let's talk about that goal, because that was crazy, right? It wasn't just a goal. It was like a crazy rush as well. Yeah. Can you tell me step by step how that goal went? Yeah, I think I make um, make a sliding on the little bit around the midfield. Yeah, and I just uh, saw some space to go with the ball. And um, yeah, I think I passed three, four men. And then uh, I just shoot hard on target. And yeah, it was a goal. And the feeling was amazing, man. Uh, so many people screaming your name, and yeah, I think this this moment you you will never forget. This is what Alexander's debut sounded like on the BBC. But not. Well, he still has it. Tony let him go. He'll take on Emerson Boyce on the inside. The cover was by McCarthy. Not good enough. But not brilliantly done, and he gets a goal. A debut goal. Rich reward for a brave, daring and very good run for Manchester United. 
Ryan Giggs, Chicharito and Danny Welbeck run towards Butner after the goal and hug him. He's congratulated by the entire team. Within a couple of weeks, Alexander Butner transformed from a relatively unknown left-back at Vitesse in the Netherlands to a player people all over the world see after assisting a goal and scoring in his debut for Manchester United. Yeah, after that my life was over <laughs> and then I was like really busy after man. Um, like when you go on the street, yeah, every, everything changed a little bit. And um, But you know, it's on the other side, it's, it's amazing that everybody recognize you, um, that everybody uh, want to interview you um, about what happened. And yeah, for me it was, uh, was a rolling coaster the first weeks. Now, to understand Alexander Butner, you've got to understand Kleintjes Kamp, the traveler's community he comes from. This is what Alexander's life was like before he moved to Manchester. I live with my mom on Kleintjes Kamp. Yeah, it's one big family, friends, uh, everybody know each other. So for me, it was the first step to go away from where I'm from. It was difficult. In the first months, weeks, I had really difficulties with it because I miss my family at home, I miss my uh, where I come from. But how longer I was there, more family came over and uh, it started to be easier. I started to pick up my, my, my life in England. Uh, I had a nice house. My family was there, so uh, for me it started to be more easier. But it, uh, it took time in the, in the beginning. Yeah, because you were so used to, to yeah. being... What's so special about Kleintjeskamp? It's just uh, everybody know each other. Um, everywhere the doors open, you can go everywhere. You live with your family, so your whole family is living in the same place. Uh, friends, it's the feeling, it's your home. So, uh, and I've never been away from there. Mm. And England was the first time I, I go away from there. So yeah, in the, in the beginning for me it was difficult. Mm. All right, so you were away from home. What was the contact with your family like, especially because things were going so fast? What were the reactions you got from clients? Yeah, crazy. I, I, I know before, um, uh, I know I go to England to sign my contract with, with uh, one, one of my best friends, with my family, my brothers. And after I can, I go two days home. So after I sign, I two days home to take my stuff. And they organized something big for me. I, I didn't know because uh, when we go on the, way back to the Netherlands, um, from Amsterdam Schiphol, from the airport to my house, I, I couldn't go on my phone. And I was thinking, why I cannot go on my phone? I just signed my contract, I want to see they my told phone. You, you can't go on your phone. No, <laughs> and I was thinking like, I don't know. So I put my phone away. And then when I drive on Kleintjeskamp, there was like thousands, thousands and thousands of people waiting for me with like, fireworks with 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 uh, people who was singing <laughs> it was it was crazy man this is what i mean with, with big uh, family so everybody was happy for me and yeah and in england i have a lot of family all coming over for me to to watch the games and everything it also was saying goodbye to Kleintjes camp in a way right it was yeah. like a big farewell yeah. party yeah 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 and like to say uh, all the best at manchester united and uh, yeah, and everybody was happy for me. Alright, back to Manchester. I called Samuel Luckers, the chief Manchester United writer for the Manchester Evening News, to get some context on why Manchester United signed Alexander Butner and what the club's intentions were. Well, I think they wanted someone who would provide some form of competition for Patrice Evra, who had had a 
run at left back for probably six or seven years. He just didn't have any competition. He was guaranteed to start every week and his performance level had had dipped a little bit as well, uh, probably since the 2010 World Cup. So United needed competition for him. Leighton Baines at that time was one of the best left backs in the league. And I think the feeling was maybe that if you were to bring Baines in, you would probably be bringing someone in to possibly replace Everett. And at that point, Everett didn't necessarily need replacing. And although a lot of transfers had occurred between Manchester United and Everton through the years, um, it, it didn't seem like that was the ideal signing to be made that summer. And the way United operated with their, uh, the way they operated in the transfer market was not to go after players who would be on the market for big fees at that time under the Glazers. Their big signings that summer, Robin Van Persie and Shinji Kagawa, were mainly made possible because they were about to enter or had entered the last year of their contracts. So United got them at considerably reduced fees. With Butner, there was clearly an element of opportunism about it because everybody expected him to sign for Southampton, I think, the previous month. And for whatever reason, that didn't occur. And the way Ferguson operated, you only have to look at his diaries uh, through the years that sometimes it was just a case of instinct. It was just a phone call to a certain scout in a certain country. And he operated that way um, into his final summer. So although Butner would have been scouted... um, that it, it was it felt out of the blue at the time because, as I said, everybody expected him to join Southampton. And in fairness to to Butner as well, uh, I think it did have an impact on Everett because Everett saw him as someone who just narrowly missed out on getting into the Dutch squad that summer for the European Championship. So he felt as though Butner was worthy competition, and there was definitely an increase in Everett's performance level that season. Um, but it was just a low-key arrival, really. I mean, Norm, United have got a great love affair with with Dutch players from Arnold Muir and Ruud van Nistelrooy, Japstam, Van Persie. Those are the standout ones. But Butner was always seen as, as a backup player up until his debut when he played as well as he did and scored. Um, it, there was there was not a lot of fanfare around his signing. But then, as I said, he you know he had a hell of a debut. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're 
you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. After that glorious debut for Butner, the Manchester United team has a dinner at Rio Ferdinand's restaurant. And like most football clubs, Manchester United has a tradition for players who make their debut. They have to sing a song or do a speech in front of the rest of the team. And it's time for new players like Butner and Shinji Kagawa, with whom Butner had become friends already, to perform. We go to uh, the restaurant from uh, Ferdinand. Uh, he has his own restaurant. And, but he was like, normally you sing like uh, in dressing room and only the teammates are there. But he has like a big restaurant and it was also like other people. And he has like um, a stage with, with like a microphone, everything. I was like crazy, man. And then you can choose like to sing or tell something about yourself and uh, what's your uh, goal to uh, this season and everything. And I choose to do that, like uh, tell something about myself, um, that I was happy that I was there. So I didn't sing that time. Some players sing, some players did uh Tell something about himself. And uh, your friend Shinji, what, yeah. what did he do? This was crazy, man. This was he did uh, the gum gum style, gum style on the on the stage, <laughs> and like the f- f- full restaurant was like on the feet and dancing <laughs> with him and singing. Yeah, it was nice, man. It was crazy. Yeah, he was really a really nice guy, and yeah, I really liked him like a person and like a football player. He was amazing. Uh, I still speak with him on the phone, Instagram, uh, we texting. Yeah, here for for me, um, it doesn't matter if you live close to me or if we arrive at the same time. But if you are a good person and then you start to go with each other, like uh, we go to training. Uh, one time I drive, one time he drive. We go to restaurants. What other players did you get along with at Manchester United? Of course, from Percy because um, he's he's Dutch and. Even we know each other a little bit before, uh, with with all the young guys, uh, Ashley Young, Welbeck, uh, cleverly, but also with the with the older guys like uh, Ferdinand a lot, uh, Evra, uh, that time Anderson. So yeah, I think with everybody. Back at Carrington, Manchester United's training grounds, Butner makes a massive mistake in his first weeks. It has to do with rondos. Now, if you never heard of that, a rondo is a training exercise in which a small group of players form a circle and pass the ball around, while one or two players in the middle try to intercept the ball. Yeah, I make the mistake to go with, uh, like you had like three rondos. One rondo was like the guys who speak Spanish. The other one was the young guys. And the other one was like the the stars, the big players. Uh, like Van Persie, Fidi, Chiruni. Uh, scores gigs and I make the mistake to go there because I go with Van Persie <laughs> yeah. so both Dutch and I go there so my first weeks man I was only in the in my first week I was only in the middle even when I don't make a mistake that put me in the middle <laughs> and after uh, after one week I told him I don't go in the middle anymore <laughs> and then gigs told me hey 
you need seven days to see, you don't need to go in the middle anymore. So everybody was laughing, but the quality was so high, man. Uh, I think we play it every day. I never see schools or gigs in the middle. It was unbelievable. They are so good, man. And if you are in the middle there, it's, it's not easy to come out. Apart from the rondos, Butner quickly finds his way at Manchester United. He signed as a backup for Patrice Evra, and the Frenchman tries to help Alexander adapt to the culture and the level at Manchester United. For me, the first time I came there, he came to me and he started direct to help me. So it was not like, oh, there's another left back, but he started to work with me and to make me better. And yeah, we both both play a lot of games. He play a lot. Um, I, I really learned a lot from him because you know, he was amazing on the left back. And I think my first season, I I, I play a lot of games. And yeah, we direct win the win the league. And yeah, it was was a dream. Yeah, it's crazy, right? Yeah, it's it's still the last the last Premier League win from Manchester United, yeah. right? Yeah. So, like you said, you you played more uh, perhaps than you expected before yeah. because uh, also in the Champions League against Braga, Galatasaray, Cluj, I think. Is yeah, Bayern right? Munich quarterfinal, I play against Robben. So yeah, this this these are not the these are big games and yeah, what did what you say? Like I didn't expect my first year to play like so many games because I was young, I came new. But yeah, I start to play from the beginning, the first match, my debut, and uh, yeah, me and Efra start to play both games. So yeah, this was a nice feeling. Alexander plays more games for Manchester United in his first season than he expected when he signed. And he's not the only one enjoying his success at the club. His brother Danny often visits, and once he's mistaken for Alexander, which results in a funny situation. I had a game and um, when you when you come to the game, a lot of fans are waiting for you. And when you come out, also. So I had a game and then all the fans are waiting and the families uh, the family can walk where we can walk to the car. And um, I remember uh, when I came out of the stadium, I saw my brother signing, going to pictures with everybody. And then I came out and people saw me. And I really was thinking, hey, what the fuck? It's not Alex, man. It's his brother. And I was laughing, man. And he was telling me in Dutch, stay away, man. Give me some famous. I want to feel how it feels. And I was laughing, man. And he still have the pictures, man, that he's walking with uh, like two bodyguards and he's signing things. Yeah, I was funny, man. Yeah. And then the people saw me and I was thinking, from, hey, it's not Alex, man. It's his brother. Because we looked a little bit the same. Back home in Kleintjes camp, Alexander's grandfather did something special. Wearing clogs is an old Dutch tradition. And Alexander's grandfather made a pair of clogs in red. One with the Manchester United logo on it, and on the other, a picture of Alexander on the day he signed for Manchester United, with Sir Alex Ferguson standing next to him. Alexander's grandfather wore these special Manchester United clogs all the time. Literally. Everybody know if you hear this, he's coming. Yeah, and he was like so proud of me that he wear this till he died. So this is for me the first thing I told my family. I only want to have one thing away from football. This was really important for me to have. Yeah, they have now like special place in my uh, in my house. So he's like um, the big boss of Klentjes Camp. When he died, when he passed away, it was unbelievable how many uh, 
people came to say goodbye. It was uh, everybody in where I'm from know him. He's like he was like the godfather from from there. Yeah. That first season, Alexander becomes champions of England with Manchester United. He plays 13 games in his first season for the club. It's time to party. Sir Alex Ferguson did it again. Manchester United are champions of England. Crazy, man. It was like... whole Manchester was full of supporters, uh, fans. Crazy. We go with the open bus through the city. Yeah, it was really, really crazy, man. The, the people, the fans. It's unbelievable how many fans Manchester United have all over the world. It's, it's I think, the most from every club in the world. I think they have the most uh, fans. So, yeah, when we, when we get champions, and I have to say, man, when this, this season from Percy, everything he touched was gold, man. Yeah, we needed to win the, um, the last game. Uh, we had the game, and we needed to win to get champion. I think we was three minutes on the way, and he shoot, <laughs> and goal. And everything, man. I don't know how many goals he scored that season, but he was amazing. You were a young guy. You were in England. Did you have a drink? Did you did you go wild a bit? To be honest, I um, I never drinked. And when we get champion, I remember Ferguson came to me and he wanted to give me a drink. And I told him I don't drink. And then he started laughing and he gave me the drink. <laughs> and I start drinking. I know this was the time I took my first drink. Uh, before I never drink, yeah, man, it was crazy. He laughed and he gave me the drink and I start to drink it and yeah, it was one big party, man. What kind of drink was it? I can't remember anymore. I think it has to be something with vodka. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it was like a vodka coke or something. Yeah, but I, can, not a beer. I can. No, yeah. no, no, I don't like beer. No. <laughs> uh, did you uh, have a hangover the next day? No, I didn't drink so much, but uh, no, I I, I, bef- I know I remember we get champion. I go to Van Persie's house, uh, we eat something and then we go all to one restaurant to celebrate. Of course, when you are champions from England, it's crazy, man. It's, the, it's so important for the people. You can see it with the fans, with the players, the coach, the staff, uh, everything. It was, yeah, it was a big party, man. I think it's so funny that your first drink you got from Alex, Sir Alex yeah, Ferguson. Yeah. I mean, who can say they got their first no, drink no. from Sir because Alex Because I, n- I never drink before. Mm. Because I start drink something late. And yeah, I remember that we was champions and told me to take a drink. And I say, I don't drink. And he started laughing, man. Yeah, and then I take a drink, of course. But after those awesome celebrations, Sir Alex Ferguson makes an announcement. He's retiring as manager of the club after 27 years. He says goodbye winning the league. And at that point, there are still a couple of games to play in the season to say goodbye to the fans. Alexander is there during this emotional end of an era at Manchester United. Yeah, I remember when he came in dressing room and told the players he's going to stop. Uh, I saw only sad faces. Um, Everybody was sad. Uh, I remember the... Last game we play, his goodbye game was like 5-5. Uh, I also scored a game. Uh, I played that game, was crazy. And yeah, you did the, you saw the players there. Everybody was like sad that he, that he was leaving the club. Um, so yeah, for me also, because he, he was the one who buy me. Um, so yeah, for me was also uh, yeah, a sad moment. 
I spoke with Ferguson after and he told me like if I was not going away you will be the future and the first left back for Manchester United but you see in football can everything can happen Indeed anything can happen in football After Ferguson leaves in the summer of 2013 David Moyes becomes the manager of Manchester United The next season is not that great for the club and Moyes is fired before the end of the season Ryan Giggs takes over as caretaker Giggs likes Butner and gives him a handful of games in the starting lineup at the end of the season. Then, Louis van Gaal is appointed at Manchester United. Butner decides to leave the club in the summer of 2014. For me, van Gaal is one of the best coaches in the world. But he was on the time coach of the national team from the Netherlands. I was playing uh, a lot of games for Manchester United and I never get a phone call of every, every, anything from from the national team and for me was like my feeling was not not good so I decided to 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 change the club and of course besides that I also remember that uh, Dynamo Moscow back then was handing out big contracts right yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 really big yeah you can see if you if you saw the players there was was Duchak, Fabrena, uh, Samba, Douglas was amazing player Kevin Kurani striker So yeah, everybody that time go there and yeah. I know I can go to a lot of clubs that time because I came from Manchester United. Um, But I uh, make the choice to sign uh, in in Dynamo Moscow. This money was like crazy. But also we had a good team. We did well in Europe. Um, We beat uh, PSV two times. We play in the top of uh, Russia League. So yeah, it was like both. Both For me, the feeling was good. So uh, when it was time for you to leave the club because you were going to Dynamo and you said goodbye to everybody, uh, what was that like? Yes, for me it was like um, also that go really quick because in two days I had to go to, to Russia. Mm. So it, it keeps going. And yeah, for me, I was... I don't know, I was not really sad because... I had two amazing years there and nobody will take that away from me. And who can say is champions in win the league in, in England. Yeah, I meet some great people. I had a really good time then. It was time for me to move on and to, to Russia. And I still speak with some guys. So yeah, for me was this two years, nobody will take away from me. So Alexander transfers from Manchester United to Dynamo Moscow. Here's his former agent Bersak on that decision. Look, uh, uh, Alex didn't have to go. That's the first thing. And if he stays in Manchester, he will become even a little bit better and, and, and he will get maximum out of his career sportively. If he goes, he should go uh, uh, for money. Clubs from the Premier League were interested in, in Alex. I think uh, West Brom, Aston Villa and I think West Ham United again. But we had also an opportunity to go to Dynamo Moscow for uh, really a big amount of money. And then I, uh, you know, I, I, I talked with with Alex. I talked with his parents. You you have uh, you have two cho- you have actually three choices. You have one choice to stay in uh, in Manchester. Uh, he had another three year of contract, and after those five years, uh, you can go somewhere. You will find something where you can also earn a lot of money. Um, now you can go somewhere to a Premier League club. It will never be as it was in Manchester United. That's the top. Everything else is below the top. From that to get back on the top will be very difficult. Or you have an opportunity to earn a lot of money. 
and uh, and and that choice was uh, at the end made by Alex. Yeah, look, also what I what I want to say, uh, yeah, Alex is is really as a person a very very good person, um, and uh, and is really down to earth. Uh, I mean, if you go to Dutchem, you uh, um, you still have can have fun on an on a normal on a normal way how he had fun uh, when he was uh, 15, 16 years old. Year old, so he's uh, a good uh, good person. Good family, everything. Uh, really, really nice, uh, nice, nice memories. Here's Samuel Luckhurst on how Manchester United fans now look back at Alexander Butner's years at their club. I think he's just he's synonymous with the last season that they won the league, and <clears throat> there's there's a trend now because United have been so starved of success in the post-Ferguson era. They've only won three trophies. They've not won the league since Ferguson was manager. That any player who was associated with him or involved in a title-winning squad, their their reputation is pretty high in the eyes of supporters uh, because they, they made a contribution to United winning the league. The player may not have even been popular at the time that they were playing for the club, but retrospectively, as years have gone by, there's more appreciation for them. And with Butner, no United fan really saw him as a first teamer or an integral part of the team or the squad. But I think there's an appreciation that without him, Evra might have stagnated in that season again uh, or continue to stagnate in that season. They won the league and Butner coming in did did have an impact on Evra's form. And he scored a number of important goals that season that they won the league in 2012-13. So, you can trace that back to uh, the influence Butner had on him. He did have an impact of sorts that went beyond him just playing games. It was the impact he had on Evra when Evra played ahead of him. After Manchester United, Alexander played for Dynamo Moscow in Russia, Anderlecht in Belgium and returned to Vitesse in the Netherlands for a couple of years. In 2020, he signed for New England Revolution in the MLS. But he became homesick in Boston, especially when he couldn't see his family because of the COVID travel restrictions. So he decided to go back to the Netherlands, where he signed for RKC Waalwijk. Alexander hasn't been back to Old Trafford since he left the club in 2014, but he wants to, someday. I will, because I will one time I go with my uh, family, um, with my girlfriend, and when my baby is a little bit bigger, I will go to the stadium to check a game and to see uh, Manchester United playing. And to show him yeah, where, where, where Papa played before. Yeah. Yeah. Good yeah. man. Yeah. It's, it's, it must feel good to have something like that in your life to look back on, you know? Yeah, of course, because, um, yeah, I think if you look to my, uh, my career, um, I had an amazing career and uh, I played for, for big clubs. Uh, I'm still playing, so yeah, I'm happy, man. I'm a happy man. That's the story of Alexander Butner and his transfer to Manchester United. I think he has exactly the right perspective on those years. He enjoys the memories, signing for Manchester United, making his debut and scoring at Old Trafford, Shinji Kagawa doing the Gangnam Style dance, messing up in a rondo with Ryan Giggs and Paul Scholes, his brother signing autographs and Sir Alex Ferguson handing him his first drink after becoming champions of England. Alexander is back in Kleintjes camp now, where he has built a massive mansion from the spoils of his football career. On display there are the Manchester United clocks his grandfather wore. A precious memory. 
the perfect symbol of both the peak of Alexander's football career and his love for his family and community in Kleintjes Kamp. I want to thank Alexander Butner for his time, as well as his former agent Alexander Brussak and Samuel Luckers from the Manchester Evening News. Subscribe to our podcast and never miss an episode. You can also subscribe to our newsletter to get a free article every time we publish an episode. You can do that at thehomeoffootball.substack.com. My name is Sam van Raalte. Thank you for listening and on to the next story in the home of football. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.